Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. With over $500,000 in contest prize money up for grabs, the NFL is back in action. And so is winning season at my bookie. Head to mybookie.ag to choose from a variety of boosts and free bets and get in on the fan-favorite $100,000 Super Contest, which only costs $10 to enter. Pick five games against the spread each week. Each win earns you a point, and each point gets you closer to the grand prize. In order to get started, make your first deposit over at mybookie.ag. Use our promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN to instantly receive double your deposit. That's right, double your money to double your winnings with your first ever deposit using our promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Thursday after The Daily Show, which can only mean we're talking UFC with James. What's happening, James? I'm going very well, thank you. How about yourself, mate? We've got a very good card this weekend. Oh, so yeah. Two two good cards in a row. What's going on? Mm, I honestly don't know. I mean, I can't remember the last time we've seen two back-to-back numbered pay-per-view events. So, you know, Dana, he's answered our prayers and just provided us with two stacked cards. So I, I'm not complaining. So this is why... October sucked us so hard for most of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. We had to endure a fair few, you know, below bar events. And here we are now with two back to back big pay per view events. So finally, you know, we're here, 268. And we've also got 269 at the end of, um, well, in the middle of December uh, between Oliveira and Dustin Poirier. And we've also got uh, Max Holloway versus Rodriguez sandwiched in between the next two events. Jeez. So, can't complain. I no. think Max next week. So yeah. Wow. So he just really uh just he he, he back loaded everything. <laughs> Christmas has come early. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You mentioned it. It's a hell of a card. What are we looking at? Mm. Well, obviously we've got to talk about the main event between Kamaru Usman and Kobe Covington. Uh, this fight is this is this is an awkward one, really. I think I'm not sure if this fight had to happen, but I think in a way it did have to happen because you look at the other contenders, there's no real out and out number one contender. He's knocked out Gilbert Burns. He knocked out Jorge Masvidal. Leon Edwards, I still think he needs one more fight before a title shot because he was dominating that fight against Nate Diaz and then got clipped in the last 30 seconds, which just sort of overshadowed his brilliant 24 minute performance. So here we are with Covington. And obviously for those that don't know, the pair have already fought back in 2019 at two, four, five. And it was just such an epic fight. I think it'll go down as one of the, the best welterweight title fights in the history of the UFC, just because it was a sheer stand and bang from start to finish. And it was tough to call because I think one man had it 3-1 to Covington. Some people had it a draw. Some people gave it to Usman. So 
you know, it was a real coin flip the first fight and then going into the fifth round, eventually Kamaru Usman was able to, to get the job done. And when you look at Kamaru Usman, he enters this weekend on an 18-fight winning streak and has the perfect 14-0 inside the, the UFC. He's fresh off of a, a fourth successful title defense after knocking out Masvidal. And currently right now, he's the pound-for-pound pound number one in, in the whole of the UFC in the men's divisions. And I, I can't argue with that. You know, he's, he fights and he will deliver every time he steps into that cage. Predominantly before before he even went to Trevor Whitman, really, he was a, a well-renowned wrestler and his cardio was second to none. And I think ever since he went to train with Trevor Whitman, Justin Gaethje, Rose, Nama Yunus, he worked on that did that jab and just improved his striking and take, took it to the next level. And now here we are. Three out of his last four wins have come via former knockout. Kobe Covington, on the other hand, he'll be looking to he bounced back from the loss to Usman with a, a fifth round TKO victory over Tyron Woodley. He's a former NCAA All American Division One wrestler, and again, like Usman, he's a great wrestler. He has a, he's a high volume striker that just loves to push the pace right from the get go. And when it comes to my prediction, when you often see two high level wrestlers go face to face the whole fight tends to be standing up because they just know each other's ability on the mat. So they want to test their striking prowess against each other. And obviously we saw in the first fight, Kamaru Usman was able to knock Covington down. And that was even before he trained with Trevor Whitman. So now that he's with Whitman, improved his striking, I wonder what this weekend is going to bring. Uh, I think Covington had his moments in the first two rounds of the first fight, but as soon as Usman began landing power shots, he broke um, Covington's jaw in the end of the third round. And then, Hold it on and eventually got the stoppage. I think it's tough to see this fight going much go much differently this time around. We've seen Covington once since the first matchup, whereas Usman has fought three times. And I just think Usman has just shown significant strides in his striking since changing camps. And from then on in, he's just looked flawless. So I'm probably going to back Kamaru Usman. He'll get it done quicker than the fifth round TKO victory, but I'm still going to go. I think I still think he'll go into the championship round. So I'm going to go for a Newsman via fourth round TKO. Fourth round TKO. All right. Yeah. I like it. I like that a lot. I, I do think Usman wins. I think you're absolutely yeah. right about that. He's minus 318. So, or, you know, in that range. <laughs> so he's got to win. Hmm. <laughs> you would think. Oh, yeah. He's, he's got to. But again, MMA is very unpredictable. Oh, absolutely. But I, I, I don't have put much faith in Colby Covington to actually take down <laughs> Usman, honestly. No, uh, it's too he hasn't big. Been taken down yet. No, it's too big of an ask. It's too big of an ask. The minus th- uh, three eighteen or thereabouts. Let's see. I think we can get a minus three hundred flat. Yeah, maybe that's a little bit better. I- I'm going to lean with you on this one. I do think, I do think he wins. I'm trying to fill up on here. Let's see. Usman fourth round. If Usman wins in the fourth round, it's plus fourteen hundred. If Usman KOs TKOs, uh, plus one fifty. That's not bad. Hmm. That's something I could get behind. Maybe I'll throw a few bucks on that TKO with you, Folly, there. Yeah. I think loads of people are leaning towards the decision victory. Mm. Uh, Guzman by decision is plus 162. Mm. So at least this sports book I'm looking at now, it looks like they're leaning more KO, TKO. Mm. So there you go. We shall see. (laughs) All right. Next up, what are we looking at? Again, we've got another title fight rematch between Rose Nami Yunus and Zhang Weili and Again, you look at the first fight, just how it ended, a first-round knockout in the favour of Rose Nami Yunus. And 
every time she she comes for a scrap, you know, she will always bring it. She'll always have the fans behind her back, Rose Namajunas, and she's just sensational to watch. And it'll be interesting to see how Zhang really bounces back from this defeat because you saw when she won the title against Jessica Andrade and she defended it in that brilliant fight against uh, Joanna Janjacek and now her mentality is really going to be sort of questioned this weekend because she's, she lost the belt against Rose Namajunas way back in April. How is she going to bounce back from this? And when you break it down, you look at Rose Namajunas, she's a very well-rounded fighter, combines dynamic submissions with excellent footwork and crisp boxing. And before the loss to Rose Namajunas, Whaley had won 21 fights in a row and she looked very impressive inside the UFC before the, the fight with Rose Namajunas. And she tends to combine power and relentless pressure and with formidable wrestling ability and brutal ground and, prou- uh, ground and pound. She's changed coach. Well, I say she's changed coaches. She sort of sought after advice from Henry Cejudo, who is an Olympic wrestler. So does that sort of give away the game plan this weekend? Will sort of Zhang Weili, you know, initiate and try and get the fight to the floor? I don't know. And I think that will be very risky if she does do that because five out, uh, five of uh, Nami Yunus's professional career wins have come by form of submission. So she's no slouch on the mat, Rose. She's capable of submitting her opponent. And she's just, like I said, she's very well-rounded and more precise wherever the fight goes. Like I said, she's more precise in her striking. And I think she's better on the mat with her grappling. Again, as I said earlier, Zhang's mentality is going to be really questioned this weekend. And I'm just not sure I can back Zhang really. I think it will last longer, significantly longer. I think the ability, the potential game plan to wrestle with Rose Nami Yunus could not, I don't think it'll pay dividends for Zhang Weili. So if you're feeling cheeky, maybe stick a submission victory for Rose Namajunas, but I'm going to go for Rose Namajunas by decision. I just think she retains her title and, and it'll be close this time. It'll be a lot closer this time compared to the first fight. Well, yeah. <laughs> you mean one round? Well, you'd like to think so. One roundhouse kick one isn't surprise. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, you know, I got you. You said decision for Rose, correct? Decision, yeah. Okay. Ah. <sighs> It's a tough one because it's Rose. It's Rose. Yeah. Like, what? where's her head at is always the question. Yeah. Every time she fights. I'm going to go with Jang. Uh, let's see. She's minus 120. So I'm just going to I'm going to risk it. I'm going to lay the 120 to win 100. I'm going to bet Jang to win the fight because I, I, I just, yeah, she's minus 120. Rose is minus 105. Uh, Rose to win by decision is uh, plus 300. That's a that's a nice, nice bit of value. Gun to my head, I do think this one probably goes decision. Mm. Uh, so I think uh, Chang is uh, plus two forty. That's not bad. And you said you wanted to sneak in a submission win. Yeah, saying by submission is plus fourteen hundred. That's rose, rose by submission. Sorry, oh rose by submission. I'm sorry. Yeah, rose yeah, yeah. By, oh, only six hundred. Yeah, still a little bit of that. <laughs> All right. Well, we disagreed on one. <laughs> may it continue you know we're probably about to find out yeah what else are you on <laughs> the next fight i've got is between justin gaethje and michael Chandler. Mm. again this is just another cracking main card fight and we've got a couple more between edgar and vera as well as burgos versus Quarantillo. but we're going to focus on gaethje versus chandler now going into this fight obviously michael Chandler's is coming off of that defeat to charles Oliveira for the vacant lightweight title and Justin Gaethje was last seen just over a year ago where he lost to Khabib Nurmagomedov. So they're both coming off title losses. And again, this is just going to be, this fight should be absolute fireworks. And even though I think Chandler is the superior MMA wrestler, obviously Gaethje was a, a former NCAA uh, Division One All-American wrestler, but 
I just think he loves to to use that wrestling to keep the fight standing, whereby Chandler, if he's under the cosh a bit, he will take it to the floor and he will try and potentially, you know, ground and pound or get a submission. Both these guys just have explosive power. I think Chandler can be a bit too aggressive and hitable at times. You know, we saw against Charles Oliveira, you know, he got caught eventually in the second round, but in the first round, you know, he nearly finished Charles Oliveira and nearly slipped up towards the end. So Chandler's got to be very cautious in his approach because, like I said, he is hittable. And if you get hit by Justin Gaethje, you are going to sleep. I think Justin Gaethje is probably one of the most powerful strikers in the division. I think Justin Gaethje gets it done this weekend. I love Michael Chandler. Don't get me wrong. I love it every time he steps into the octagon because he's a true mixed martial artist. You know, he loves to fight. His mindset is to always put on a spectacle for the fans, you know, give them every sort of worth of their money, etc. just to sort of come into the arena. And, you know, he loves to put on a show for the fans and for everyone across the world watching. But Justin Gaethje, I think this fight will take place on the feet. I don't, I think Michael Chandler will try and initiate and instigate the wrestling, but Justin Gaethje's takedown defense will sort of pay dividends slightly. And I think he'll keep this fight standing and eventually put him away in the second round. Second round TKO. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm just kind of waiting to see which round it was. I had a feeling which way you were going. <laughs> to. I agree. Uh, I think Ga- uh, Justin Gaethje is the is the bet. He's minus two fourteen. Mm. I'm a little hesitant hesitant to risk that much. I do think he wins. I do think he takes care of business. So I shouldn't be that hesitant. But I love your TKO play, man. It's, it's minus one ten <laughs> that he wins by t- TKO. So I'm going to jump on it with you. TKO, mm. Justin Gaethje. Second round, uh, plus 450. Yeah, I just think it'll be a real scrap for the first five minutes. You know, Justin Gaethje could get it done in the first because they're going to come and bring it right from the first bell. But I think Chandler will do enough to survive the the, the first round, but I think he'll get put away in the second. Yeah. All right. Good. Good. I agree with you. So you should feel good about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Feeling a lot better now going forward. (laughs) (laughs) What else? What else? uh, What else do you like? Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.
again, we've also got another Kraken main uh, main card fight, which I alluded to earlier between Shane Burgos and Billy Quarantillo. This is a featherweight battle this time, and I think it'll be the second fight on the main card. And it's just a sort of chance for the fighters to showcase their ability because you look at the Madison Square Garden, it's such an iconic venue for, for combat sports and any other performing artists. So to be on the main card for 268, it's, you know, tremendous. You know, it's a great achievement and it's a testament to really to sh- sort of show where you're at in your careers. And I think Billy Quantillo, Shane Burgos are going to bring it right from the get-go. Shane Burgos is a, a nine-fight UFC vit- uh, veteran. He's coming off of a, a couple of defeats, but they were tough defeats, you know, in all fairness. I, I will cut on some static. I think the last one was against Edson Barboza and the one before that was against Josh Emmett. So there's no shame in, to, in losing to those guys. You know, they're two real top contenders at featherweight. And look at Billy Quarantillo. He's coming off of a win against Gabriel Benitez. Prior to that, he lost by Gavin Tucker. And again, going into this one, when you're breaking it down, I think both men are certainly going to bring it. Now, Billy Quarantillo is a dangerous fighter. As I said, he's coming off of a TKO win against Gabriel Benitez. And he's a true finisher. But I think Burgos possesses a strong striking ability. He tends to pressure his opponents. And despite coming into this fight after coming off of back-to-back losses, I still think he's probably one of the more dangerous fighters in the division. And he'll look to, to get a win this weekend. And I just think Shane Burgos... He's capable of striking, he's capable of knocking you out, but he's also capable of taking you down and trying to to outpoint you on the mat. So wherever the fight goes, I think Burgos should have Quantio's number. It's going to be an exciting matchup, but I think because Shane Burgos is better in almost every department, I think he'll just sort of outpoint Burgos and get the decision. So I'm going to go for uh, Shane Burgos for a decision. Sorry, <sighs> outpoint Billy Quantier. Mm, I was hoping you wouldn't say decision. I was hoping you'd say anything else. Really? But the, oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, minus one ninety seven, Shane is, and Billy's like plus one sixty four in that range. Yeah, yeah, it looks to be one sided. I agree. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the numbers here. It looks like you know Shane is going to take care take care of business Sunday. Mm. I can't lay the minus one ninety seven. So I was thinking KO, TKO, or submission, and I was kind of waiting to see what you would do because I <laughs> I didn't want you to say decision. In, in all fairness, I have seen people back, a lot of people, by the way, back Shane Burgos to get it done in the second round or get the finish. So there's yeah. value there. Yeah. yeah. It's plus 225. I, I would, I'm a fractional bet. I would lay a fractional bet on, on <laughs> Shane Burgos, TKO, TKO. Yeah. Just, just a little bit. Because I, I think that's the way it's going to go. But yeah. Wouldn't, I'm not like backing it. No, I mean, stick a little bit on, you know, why not? Yeah, it's 268, Madison Square Garden. Exactly. you got to bet something. Otherwise, you'd be <laughs> bored. All right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what else are we looking at on your card? Uh, I believe the final fight I've got is between a, a welterweight matchup between Ian Gary and Jordan Williams. Now, mm. when you look at Ian Gary, I mean, Jesus Christ, that boy can fight. You know, the Irish international who's a... Uh, holds a 7-0 professional record and this is his first fight in the UFC so at 23 years of age it's just crazy to see how good he is because he's like he's six foot three he's got a significant reach and again to be so well-rounded and so sort of he, he tends to have that sort of fighter's IQ that an experienced 38 year old would have but he's 23 years of age so to be that good at such a young age it's just, it's you know, it's a testament to where he's at right now. And I think he's moved camps. I think he's joined Sanford MMA, training with Michael Chandler, Henry Hooved, and all these big athletes and big coaches. So that will only do wonders for him. Now, the problem is, I think going into this weekend, he's got to, to get a win because this weekend there's going to be a lot of pressure on Ian Gary's shoulders because, you know, it's like I said, he's 7-0. 
He went six and one as an amateur and everyone's going to be talking about him. Everyone thinks he's going to get it done convincingly. So I think he's got to be mentally prepared for anything and stepping in under those lights, those famous MSG lights. He's just got to stay cool, calm and collected and just get the job done. You look at Jordan Williams, he's yet to win in the UFC. You know, he came through via the contender series by knocking out Gregory Rodriguez and he's 0-2 so far, losing to Nassim Marvov and Mickey Gold. And in both of those fights, he just looks so unconvincing. You know, I was not impressed by Jordan Williams whatsoever. And when you look at Ian Gary breaking it down in terms of tactical, I think he's better than um, Marvov. Maybe that's being biased, but certainly better than Mickey Gold. I think wherever the fight goes, Ian Gary will be just tremendous and he'll be that one step better than uh, Jordan Williams I think he's striking he uses that lengthy frame quite well and on the ground you know it's a real danger on the mat so I think for a you know a straight uh, striking long range athlete like Ian Gary I think he'll pick Jordan Williams apart really I think he'll get it done by a second round I just don't think Jordan Williams will be able to survive that early onslaught and to survive that early pressure and Ian Gary goes 8-0 this weekend I think he'll get it done in the second round by a I like it. Uh, Ian is minus, what is he like? Minus 400. Yeah. Minus 400 to win the fight. Ooh, ooh, looks, looks to be absolutely one-sided. I mean, mm. Ian's going to win the fight from everything I see. I don't think he's necessarily minus 400 probability going to win the fight. So I'm with you. If you can find value, I mean, Ian Gary's minus 105 plus 100 to win by KO TKO. Yeah, I'm going to throw a little that way too of course you are <laughs> yeah, have to have to uh, because i think you're right i think you're on the right side of it but it looks to be like a massacre mm. i feel for jordan williams <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that's it for you you don't have anything else that's all from me mate all right let me look a couple fights one fight i want to look at i know you hate it you hate it you're looking at frankie edgar versus marlon vera Marlon Vera is, without a doubt, the favorite here. He's minus yeah. 188 to minus 197 in that range. But I think it's a little bit too high. I think it's a little bit too big of a price. I'm going to back Frankie Edgar. He's getting a plus 150. I think there's some value there. Am I crazy? Um, well, I, I said you're crazy before the show, but yeah. I think when you're looking at it, I think despite Edgar's recent struggles, he's no slouch in the division. You know, He's still one of the best at mixing together his wrestling and his boxing well and when he's able to take his opponent down it's going to be a, a tough night for Manavera Franco takes him down because he's such a, a very well-rounded mixed martial artist but on the other hand when you look at Marlon Vera the bloke finishes fights <laughs> I mean he, he just combines that brutal distance kickboxing with those nasty bod, uh, body shots and that, he has that tremendous clinch work and he's a truly he's becoming a truly punishing striker and if his opponent slips up at all on the canvas he tends to to get the f submission victories as well you know wherever the fight goes like Frankie Edgar Marlon Vera is comfortable he's, I think he's a black belt in BJJ so it's going to be a tough I think Marlon Vera gets it done uh, unfortunately for Edgar you know he's 40 years of age he's coming off of that brutal uh, flying knee knockout over Corey Sandhagen. And mm -hmm. as much as I want to see Frankie Edgar succeed inside the, the bantamweight division, I just can't see it happening. Like Marlon Vera will go out there to sort of punch the living daylights out of the air. So <laughs> I feel for Frankie. I, and I love Frankie Edgar. I'm a huge fan of him. Who's not a Frankie Edgar fan? So oh, okay. unfortunately, I'm going to back Marlon Vera this weekend. You got to bet it? Yeah, I'm certainly going to bet it. Um, in terms of how you're uh, 
Uh, yeah, I'm going to go for a third round TK. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I think it's a decision. I think Frankie Edgar just has to, yeah. has to point him, has to do it. And you know who, no, you know who we saw last weekend? You know who we saw last yeah, weekend he, judging? Yeah, he, he caught me, but he caught me off guard, really. He caught me by surprise. I'm surprised um, he was on ringside for 267. Yeah, he might be floating around there this weekend. <laughs> oh, God, no. I hope not. <laughs> Okay. Because if so, Frank Edgar's getting it done by decision. <laughs> Even if Marlon Vera doubles his statistics in every th- department. Come on, Ben. 30-27. That's a score we need. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Don't sip up now, Ben. Come on. Let's not be silly here. <laughs> <laughs> Man, honestly, that's all I've got. Everything else kind of looks like it's going to go the way it's supposed to. Should go. do, yeah. yeah. I don't see a lot of surprises. Man, yeah, and, no. and, and everyone else is too, too over overpriced, overvalued from what I'm seeing. Yeah, I mean, maybe Bobby Green minus one seventy eight, minus one eighty, but ugh, 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 I don't know. Again, okay, no, I can get on board with that. Yeah, I think he'll get the decision. Uh, yeah, he's got a negative. He's got a negative number next to his name. I know you love that. <laughs> All right, man. It was a quickie. It was a quick one. Twenty minutes ish. Yeah. Yeah, no, that wasn't too bad. To be fair, we got through a lot of fights. And to be honest, I'm surprised. I thought it lasted a lot longer than 20. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm telling that to the women, too, I've encountered. No, it was longer than, it was longer than you think. <laughs> yeah, it was longer than 20. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Oh, boy. So, UFC Deluxe on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, it's still going on Twitter. Um, this weekend, I'm trying to get as much content out as possible before I go into to full-time employment. So, this weekend will probably be my last hurrah before... I'm going a bit quiet on the UFC Deluxe, but I still okay. try and get content out. So uh, are you going to stay up for the fight since this is your last hurrah, maybe? <laughs> um, yeah, I think obviously I'll stay up for the pay-per-view events, obviously, and maybe some of the, the big key uh, fight night events. But I think other than that, I think I'm, if there's a, a crappy card one weekend, and I've got work the next day, I'm just going to give it a miss. Mm, all right. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to work on Sundays, do you? Sometimes after work weekends. Oh my god! Because there's sport uh, sporting events in the weekends at oh. school, so <laughs> yeah, terrible. So terrible. <laughs> All right, man. Well, hopefully this is a hell of a card for you to you know kind of kiss UFC Deluxe goodbye. Who knows? And you know, at some point, hopefully, um, let's come out of retirement. You know, bring it back in full force. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right, man. Get out of here. Take care. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out 
Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.